Hey, hello, and uh, welcome. What is this? Uh, this is the day before Thanksgiving, and so it is crickets around here. Uh, this typically would be show and tell, but today I think uh, unless someone joins us, we have one thing to show and tell, and that'll be a brief demo I'm going to give about uh, the thing on my workbench over there. Uh, but I will stall for a minute or two to see if we can get anyone from the community to join in. If you're curious of how to come on and show your stuff on Show and Tell, uh, we have a link over on the blog as well as in our Discord. So go look for that. That is a StreamYard link that will uh, that will get you right into the uh, into the Show and Tell. Uh, and hey, oh hey, look, that's good news. We've just got uh, someone to join us there, and that is our good friend Jepler. Uh, so I think without further ado, let's bring on our shower and teller, the, the singular Jepler. Hello. I am not hearing you. Hopefully you're hearing me. Let's see. I've got audio up uh, there. Your mic just came unmuted, it looks like. Try again. Nothing. All right. How about ah, I hear you? Nice. As I was saying, I'm sitting here in the dark. Things may be going wrong, but Ooh, it looks interesting. <laughs> Let me see if I can fix the brightness problem here on the camera. <laughs> it's very, it's very mysterious. It adds yeah. a certain je ne sais quoi to the whole. Hey, there. It's it's just one of those uh, weeks, I think. But uh, I know if nothing, if all else fails, we can turn this around and I can make you do show and tell. Ooh, I know you've right. got some stuff back there. We, we can but. Yeah, if I can just get my browser window back here, I'm going to open up a window share for you in just a second. It sounds great. Uh, but what I've been working on is this is the latest iteration of the Adafruit Pi camera. So uh, this little baby runs CircuitPython, and it's got like a five megapixel camera, a ring of LED lights to light up your subject. And on the back, it's not showing much at the moment, but we got the LCD and some some directional buttons and some start and select type buttons. So super fancy. And up here, up here is the shutter, so you can give that a little click to take a photo. But instead of using it, uh, you know, like a handheld camera, I've been working on a web interface for it. So it is time to try to present my window. And is it? Yes, it's this. So if you can bring up my screen share, um, this looks like amateur hour because I'm not a web coder, but basically it's it's that camera and it's my little owl figurine. I do not collect owls. Anyone who says I collect owls, <laughs> they are they are spreading lies. <laughs> I just happen to have this owl. Um, anyway, that can so be a trap. that can be inescapable. Like every <laughs> occasion from here until the end of time, you're going to get owl related things. So like with the uh, with the LED level, it's it's blurry because it updates the photo each time I take a picture and I was moving the camera. But uh, so I can like set the level of the LED or the color of the LED mm -hmm. from the interface. Oh, nice. That's a little rainbow because, of course, we have to have a rainbow. Um, so anyway, I'll put this back down here and we'll get back to taking a picture of the owl. Yeah, so, you know, basically it's a way to see because there are all these settings that you can set on the camera. And, you know, if you had a physical camera, you'd have all the knobs. But mm -hmm. uh, this is for if you're wanting to do it in a programming way or just explore what it does. So, mm -hmm. for instance, um, let's see what what else is good here. We can turn on the test pattern with color bar. It's weird. It's not showing the little pop downs. So that's white mm -hmm. balance. Mm -hmm. 
don't know what we're doing here. Um, so yeah, if you turn off white balance, it goes from Ooh. that to, you know, these are, these are terrible lights I've got in my basement. So we'll put that back. But yeah, I was going to switch it to the color bar test pattern. So you can just mess with all these things. You can mess with the mirroring settings. So this is just a, a demo to check out, check out what's going on with the camera. Yeah. I'm not sure uh, why those aren't working. Gamma, you know, it's a demo. Different gamma settings uh, available. Um, yeah. So let's see. There's there's this other setting which I think maybe it's not applying gamma, so the image is artificially darkened. I'm not. I'm not conversant. I know gamma is very important to having images look right. Mm -hmm. And this setting looks better. Um, let's see, I guess the other main one to show is we have some camera effects. So that is negative. And then we've got some color cast effects. And then we've got uh, solarize, which is bright colors are inverted and dark colors are kept as they are, I think is the explanation. Mm -hmm. And it looks really wild when you turn on the LEDs because you know, you're getting all those bright, right. uh, is it specular reflections but those are turned yeah. dark so it it ends up looking kind of weird um, yeah but those little dots are the reflections of the different leds so anyway yeah that's what i've got going on and i've been working i swear for a week and a half on this uh, and it really just came together this afternoon nicely so. done yeah so yeah. so to give a little backgrounder you are talking to the camera which is running in esp32 of some yeah kind, right so yeah we'll we'll turn off those leds but this is an esp32 s3 so it's on wi-fi mm -hmm. and with the adafruit http server program um you can create you know a web interface and so this is a combination of uh some web endpoints that are on this device and then some html files and then like there's a json document that that has all of these and says you know to change the gain ceiling well, the, these, first of all, are the, are, well, you don't see the pop-downs, but it, it has a pop-down zero through nine because mm -hmm. from this JSON file, it's getting that though, that's the range of it. Mm -hmm. And so it can put together the web interface and somebody else could do a much better one than me, but that's kind of my my experience level with it. But mm -hmm. anyway, yeah, uh, ESP32 S3, Wi-Fi, CircuitPython, lots of memory mm -hmm. and a camera. That's so cool. Very cool. And so these are, these are settings that are, then going and twiddling variables in your CircuitPython code. That yeah, runs. so they're yeah. actually they're actually going down into the camera module. Uh, mm -hmm. It can the camera module has registers just like a lot of I squared C devices. And so, to set the color bar, you'd you know set bit nine of the the word at address thirty two hundred or whatever. But mm -hmm. you don't worry about any of that. You just you know in your CircuitPython program, you would say camera dot color bar equals true. Mm -hmm because um, it's taking care of all that for you. But at a very low level, it's, you know, low level. That's really cool. And would the, since it's able to send you this uh, latest, it's it's a, a taken photo, right? It's not a, like a live preview or is it a live preview? Um, right now, each time you change a setting, mm -hmm. it will it will change that setting. I didn't set it down. I, I set it down to rotate 90 degrees. Um, <laughs> That's a good way <laughs> to tell you. Each time you change the setting, it will download a fresh image. I see. Uh -huh. uh, but it's not live uh, preview yeah. per se. That would be a nice addition, but I didn't have time to, to do it. And so presumably uh, you could also look at stored images on the SD card that are... Uh, yeah, this, this program, if you had the SD card in, it could create like some kind of album page. I think that would be uh, pretty doable. Mm -hmm. uh, we're also talking about whether... Um, what is it? What the web workflow would be able to access 
those images, but uh, being able to put it into a web server mode, I think, you know, where it would show show an album and maybe go by pages or something would be pretty cool. It's really cool, um, impressive. A thing that we don't have uh, that we've talked about adding is like the ability to have a thumbnail. So right now there's only the full image. So, you mm. know, if you were capturing your images at resolution number 12, well, hey. <laughs> it'll take a while. <laughs> it'll it'll take a while. You'll have to you know scroll through those um, a little bit, but you know, hey, owl. it uh, we'll we'll be working on the software, and I think you'll get to work on some of that awesome. software we were talking about. So, really cool, great work, and and congrats on getting this up and running today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Lamore has been uh, working on this board for a while, and yeah. I I've been working on the code for a while, and I think it's starting to come together. So it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, very exciting. Great. Well, thank you so much, Jeff, for coming by and, uh, and bailing us out of trouble. It looks like we actually have a uh, a Todd bot, a wild Todd bot has oh, arrived. All right. Well, we you know, I'll stick story. around. And yeah. I, I do want to see you show some of that stuff you were showing me earlier if we Great. still have time. So I'll bring you, I'll, back you can bring we'll me back and we'll turn it sure. around. Yeah. Okay. So all stay right. tuned. We'll, we'll bring you back in a moment. Okay. All right. So uh, next up, we got Todd bot. Hey, Todd. I do not yet hear you. So we'll wait a moment for audio tinkering to go down. Oh, I hear a mic. How about now? I hear a, I hear a Todd. Yes. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so, all right. So this is real quick. Uh, I just pulled this together just to just to play or just to um, see if I could say hi to everyone hey. before Thanksgiving. Right. Um, so you know how like I've been playing around with these round lcds for several years um yes. like uh is this one gonna do something maybe oh maybe not <laughs> never mind <laughs> oh wait, wait wait how about this one something something nope it wants All to right. yeah anyway so round lcds um they look like this uh typically about a year or so ago i made a little um when when let's do a little round round knob thing um so this this is a rotary encoder that is a uh it's a hollow rotary encoder so you can cool. feed the wires through for the display really? and then a little 3d printed thingy but um this is a fairly complex solution and i noticed that like oh, I, just, I just had it fall apart on me um oh yeah it's <laughs> mostly together so you might have seen these kitchen timers on the internet mm -hmm. on amazon or whatever they're like they're like ten dollars or whatever really what? simple they got like a simple uh outer rotate bit mm -hmm. and then you can push it to trigger it and so i'm like how is this working this must be very cheap because this is not very cheap mm -hmm. you know and um and if you take it apart which i will try to do so without killing everything um Oh, here we go. Everything's dying. All right. Um, if you take it apart, all it is is a horizontally. See if I can get the lighting quite right here. It's a horizontally mounted encoder with a gear mounted oh. uh, an 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 inner involute gear mounted on the inside of this ring. So as you turn Never. the ring, let's see if I can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see it. That's great. And so it's a super wonderful, and, and, and the thing is, is I was starting to 3D, 3D design this in, uh, in CAD to see if like, oh, maybe I could use a, 
Maybe I could use it a, just a normal rotary encoder um, with a 3D printed gear. And it turns out, yes, someone's already had this yeah. idea. <laughs> and they've the mass, idea if they're selling them. Uh, yeah, yeah, they've mass produced it for like, you know, $10 a piece. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's my little little interesting that's discovery. Really cool. If someone, I think someone could probably repurpose this functionality, um, you know, yeah. or just, you know, get another, their own 3D printer, 3D printed gear on a normal rotary encoder and make this. Yeah. and 3d print the ring and boom you've got a rotary rotary knob for you know pretty cheap and then put whatever you want inside that's clever really cool <laughs> so that's have what i got <laughs> have a good thanksgiving thanks so much for coming on have a happy thanksgiving <laughs> to you too Todd. <laughs> cheers all right i'll bring jepler back and flip the tables here a little well, uh, hello, JP. This is my first time as the host of Show and Tell, and I really appreciate you uh, being on to show off some of your projects. So what Happy have you got here. for us tonight? All right. So I've been working on a guide for lighting up Lego builds, and mm. I have a camera I'm going to pop on here that shows one in action right now. So these are a couple of buildings from the Winter Village line. This is a line that's been going for about 10 years or so, I think, from Lego one a year that they do. That's uh, There was a bakery and a toy shop and a, a train station. So there are all these little cute uh, Winter Village buildings and, and scenes with uh, usually some lighting uh, suggestion that is done with translucent bricks. So you can see here these are some translucent yellow bricks that look uh, basically like that. And uh, mm -hmm. Lego themselves don't really put out many solutions for lighting stuff because it tends to be really fiddly. Uh, they don't want things to be fiddly. They want to be easy. So they have some light up bricks that have one LED in them. It's the size of like a two by three brick has a battery in it. Uh, and some of these actually came with those. So you get to like press it and light up the fireplace for a couple seconds and then let it go because the battery will die. Uh, so we happen to sell in the Adafruit store these really tiny uh, 0805 surface mount LEDs, which have been, I'm going to take this screen away for a second, actually, uh, which have been pre-soldered onto some very thin wire as you can see there so that that little grain that's of rice there that's the led this is a, a warm white led and it's on single strand like hookup wire uh, wire wraps style wire um so this wire is so thin that you can see here you can sandwich it under lego with zero modification so there's no need to drill holes and stuff which is what everyone's scared of when they think about lighting these um so these run off three volts uh, and you can do things like attach them to a coin cell battery for a really simple effect. And so I'm going to put this in my guide as the, I just want to get some lights that are on when I want them on and off when I want them off. And I don't want to do a lot of complex stuff. So you can see here's one of our little coin cell battery breakouts. And I've literally got a switch on there or something. Yeah, these you can get ones without or with a switch. I think it's a dollar more for one with a switch. So if I flip that on, uh, you'll see now I've got some lights on this uh, Razor Crest. It's a Star Wars ship. And I'll go to this other camera for that because it's got uh, better lights. You can see we've got some neat pew, pew. there. There's the little uh, baby Yodas in there. Oh, I'm not. Let me see if I can focus this one out. That's uh, big. 
How close can I get? Oh, there's a little Grogu. All right. There's a little Grogu up front. Oh, even closer. There he is. There's his big old ear. Uh, so I've got a, a green light in there. Uh, <clears throat> and these are, it's it's really all about just figuring out where you can route those skinny little wires and hide stuff, but it, it isn't that hard to do. You can pretty readily find places to thread them through. Uh, and then on this other example over here, I've gone... And yeah, you had lights that were twinkling and turning off and on. Yeah, so this was something I actually just got working uh, earlier today. So this is a little Cutie Pie RP2040, and it is running over I2C our AW9523, which is a 16 channel breakout that can do constant current LED driving, which means they're not flickering on video here because it's not PWM. So to have different mm -hmm. brightness values, uh, it is a constant current proposition, which is fantastic for video. Uh, so I got that up and running. And then earlier today, I wanted to try to get some of these lighting effects where you can see I have, uh, I'm going to darken my exposure a little bit here further. So you can see I've got some of these twinkling lights, like they're candles here and here. There's a little candle in the window and this one. Uh, and those are kind of running on their own little uh, speed, both some semi-randomized speed, randomized brightness. And then I've got some that are always on. And then I have these little uh, red and green sort of Christmas light style lights up at the top there. Uh, and this was, I think, my first use of async IO in CircuitPython. And it is amazing for this because you can essentially create a whole bunch of little events that you want to run and they do not care about each other. So they're not blocking and they're not waiting and it's not using regular time. It's using the sort of async IO sleep so that no one gets in anyone else's way. Uh, for me, it was very easy to set up compared to like some other prior to async IO complicated things of counting time monotonic and, and stuff that kind of makes my head hurt. So this I was really happy about is it, it was pretty straightforward to have little um, animations that are separate of each other and mm -hmm. uh, and don't. So like, is there a, a function for the those four red and green LEDs yeah, that that's... go in a, in a sequence and then a function for the candle that does the That's thing? exactly it. Yeah, yeah. So I set up one little, um, is it a function even? I think they're- It's an async def. It's a kind it's, of function. Async def, yeah. So I have async def for those four lights. I have- uh, async def for the ones that do the flickering and then the other ones are not in async IO at all. They just turn on at the beginning and, and nothing ever changes. Mm -hmm. uh, and these are actually set pretty low. They can get quite bright. You'll see, I think there's a setting where I can fix this, but right now when you plug it in, that board will set all of them full blast. That AW. They did turn on bright for a second when you plug yeah, it so back you in. Yeah, see that just to get an idea of what these will... Um, yep, there it was. It'll get real bright at the beginning and then I have them, them all dimming. So um, a lot of fun. 16 lights off of one is pretty good. Uh, I've only got 12 connected on that. So I have a few more. And then I showed this last week on my show. I started to uh, use a little hand drill jig to twist these wire pairs mm. together. And then I soldered them to some JSTPH uh, cables so that they can be plugged in. So this whole thing can come off of the board uh, just to manage some of the wiring complexity that's back there. I won't dare try to move that right now, but there is a, there's definitely a lot of wiring complexity going mm -hmm. on. 
Well, very so cool. That, yeah, so that's uh, that's what I've got to show. And I'm working on a guide for both the simple and the complex versions of that. And uh, and I will say, you can go and find kits. In fact, there are kits. There's about six or seven companies who seem to all make the same thing, which is variations on this. Some of them have little hubs to plug uh, more lights in, little modules to do blinking, little modules to do timing. So uh, there are solutions out there, but I don't think that any of them are as customizable as this because we've got the control and software to kind of cook mm -hmm. up anything we want. And uh, so that's that's sort of the fun of this. Uh, I, I don't know if one is cheaper than the other to do, but uh, it's it's fairly reasonably priced to build these things. But with CircuitPython, we'll have a really nice way to uh, customize it exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. look. Yeah. It might not fit in with the holiday design, but do the nudes work with that particular LED driver board? They do. Yeah. In fact, right as I started working on this, I was I was searching something online and I found someone on one of the big Lego sites doing a how I made my own DIY Lego lighting solution. And it was literally everything I was planning. And he <laughs> had nudes in his because he was doing like a <laughs> cyberpunk uh, uh -huh. scene. So the nudes make great neon. Oh, lines. yeah. Uh, so I'll definitely link to that that person because they did a great job on it, and it's uh, ninety nine percent like this the same driver board. Turns out, yeah, that's a really great driver board to use for this. I think they used Arduino instead of Circuit Python, um, but other than that, yeah, it's it's a it's a solution waiting to be found. Uh, if you're if you're into Lego and if you're into DIY stuff with LEDs, uh, you can pair these up. So yeah, you could also add NeoPixels uh, to something like this if you wanted some bigger overhead lighting inside that needed to change uh, might not look as good on video again just due to the pwm issues but this this stuff is really uh lovely mm -hmm. on, on video so i'm pleased with that all right well people i'm sure are looking forward to that uh guide i guess that'll probably be out before christmas anyway yeah yeah uh i am looking forward to putting it together thank you for flipping the tables i'm actually going to take over hosting duties yet again and bring on c grover who has just joined oh, uh, over here so uh right. thank you jepler and have a great thanksgiving all right. Don't eat too much. <laughs> no promises. All right. Hey there. How are you? Hey, good. How are you doing? I'm um, well, thank you. What's new? Well, you know, I, it sounded kind of quiet in here, so I thought, well, I'll just jump in and talk. A That's bit. kind of you. Um, you. Some of you know about my little weather chime project. It's now a shrinky dink. Um, got a cutie pie. And uh, it's a it's an ESP32 S2, and it um, has a little lipo on it, and it's tiny so that I can hide it inside of um, some sort of a statue indoors, ah. so I can torment people with the sound of a minor little chime that uh, goes along with the wind. Oh, it's great! But the other part of it, I've been. And see, these are some of the boards that I produced today, these three boards here. It's an I2S interface based on a TI chip that can output audio, but it can also output CV. So if you want to have control voltage for a Eurorack setup, these uh, can um, produce that CV voltage. Both positive voltage and negative voltage has a built-in boost circuit. Oh, great. So it can, you can get negative CV out of it. And thanks to Jepler, he did some changes to SynthIO that allow it to, uh, go to, to control amplitude in the negative direction, which uh -huh. inverts phase. And I mean, it's really kind of a cool thing that he did. Oh, that's great. But, um, so these are the chip. 
you are breaking up a bit. So if, if oh, I'm testing that. my internet, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks to Jepler for some of the work that he did on that. And we can output CV voltages through I2S now. Oh, that's great. Kind of cool. And if people want to learn more, you have uh, some playground pages up with info on this, yeah? Stuff on playground, yep. I, I put a couple articles out there, one about the CV voltage trick, mm -hmm. uh, one that shows this new board that I've created, and um, and I got a couple of other articles out there, too. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, well, I loved your chime. Anyway, have a great I Thanksgiving. Ended up, I ended up using your chime code for uh, my Lego brick uh, glove reader and it was lovely so i appreciate you uh putting that out there and sharing that with us it was really nice yeah, i'm uh, working on a couple of new ones i'm working on great. strings and organ oh, and, wonderful you know some other sounds but yeah well thank you thanks for coming on and showing that and yeah you two have a uh, great thanksgiving so uh, all right uh, i think that is gonna do it that's everyone uh thank you everyone for stopping by thanks for jumping in our chats and watching the show uh, great to have everyone here. And uh, just so you know, there will be an Ask an Engineer returning next week, which is our polite way of saying it is not happening this week. Uh, so go take some of that extra time to prepare your snacks and beverages and uh, have yourself a great little break if you are taking one. Uh, for Adafruit Industries, this has been Show and Tell. I'm John Park, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>